Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. And we are back on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast Recap Edition. Today, we are breaking down the interview that we did with our good friend and struggle member, my personal mastermind, speaking mastermind member, David Horsehogger, talking all about the trusted leader. And here we go. AJ is with us. Why are you laughing at me? We just started. I cannot imagine what the four of you struggle about. (laughs) It's a verb. That's why. It's a verb and a noun. The struggle is our group. It's me and Jason Dorsey and Jay Bear. I'm telling them. (laughs) And it's awesome. It's awesome. And you you can't know because it's confidential what we struggle about. Yes. Okay. Uh, my first point. <laughs> and, and you know, this is very similar to several different interviews that we've had over the last few months, but noteworthy nonetheless is using data, using information, using research as a competitive advantage, mm. a, a core differentiator of what really sets you apart because it's no longer, I think, or this is my opinion. It's validated it's nationally researched, it's proven, it's statistical, it's all these big fancy words. Weighted to the U.S. census. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all those things, but I think it just adds a whole level of clout and credibility and insight when it's not just your ideas, but it's your ideas and your thoughts that are then validated in the marketplace. And then to take those statistics and then to use those as insights to further the information, to further the education, to help people see the things that they can't see that's right in front of them. And I think that's a a huge part of what's just missing with so many thought leaders today because it's just that. It's just their thoughts. And it's like, well, is there really any credibility or validity to what you're saying? Mm. And That's a good this, word. this really creates this layer of trustworthiness. 
hence his brand is all trusted leader. Um, Trusted. It really does. It really does create this enhanced echelon of credibility and makes you be like, okay, so this is statistically valid. Um, Let me see what it says versus just another inspirational, motivational leadership thought. I'm a data nerd. I love statistics and I love information that's proven. So maybe that's a huge part of why I'm, I just love yeah. that. But as data as your competitive advantage, loved it. Yeah, I think that's cool. I, I, I noted the data point too. It's And just so you know, like these interviews really affect us. We, we actually just conducted a national research study based on stay tuned, stay tuned but based on, you know, just some of the things that our guests are saying and kind of how we want to position our company and that have really had an impact. But one of the things that I loved that, that we kind of got into on that data on the differentiation part was that David said, thanking your past clients is a point of differentiation. You know, so it's like, there's all of these things that you can differentiate by your, your content, your experience, the audiences you serve data, things like that. But, but even your, your client experience and as speaker specifically, which, you know, his, his business models, mostly like speaking plus training. And I think, I just thought it was cool to hear him kind of talk about and emphasize how far he goes to thank his past clients. And I think for all of us, whether you're a doctor or a financial advisor or real estate agent, or, you know, an influencer of some kind, it's so easy to make the sale and move on and never even go back and talk to your past clients, let alone stop and just say, thank you. And I really love that. And it was a good reminder. So for those of you brand builder clients that are listening, thank you for being awesome. We love you and we appreciate you. And we we better be doing a good job of thanking you. Yes, it's important. That's good. I, I love that. So my, my second one is uh, be first in the space. And he talked a lot about this. And this is a very similar to another recent podcast interview that we did where I was all up on this topic. And it was so interesting that he said it too. He said, you know, 20 years ago, no one was talking about trust and leadership mm. and trust in sales. He goes, that wasn't a thing. He said, today you hear about it all the time. But when I started in this space of really owning the word trust, I was kind of the only one talking about it. And it goes back to, again, what are you talking about that's truly unique in a way that no one else can compete with it? And if they do, they're only second to you. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, again, just kind of want to harp on that one more time. And it's not just being first in, it's like really using your unique perspective and your uniqueness and not looking around at Keeps what are your competitors back. doing and what does the market say? It's like, who cares what your competitors are doing, what the market says? What do you say? And that's a huge part of like how David got started in this and he owned that space and uh, that mm-hmm. had really propelled his career of just being first in the space of living into his uniqueness that no one else was talking about, but it was needed. Yeah. I think you and I have have developed a lot of clarity about the idea that we care less about what competitors are doing and all we're all in on an individual's uniqueness and just doing what they were designed to do. And Dave is a great example of that. I think my second takeaway was really about the getting speaking gigs. I remember when we had Dave Averin, another one of our longtime mentors on, he said, you know, for those of you interested in speaking, you have to realize speaking is not the business. Getting the gig is the business. And when we got it, it's such a great line. Yeah. And I'd never heard him say that before that interview, but, but 
when we talked here with David and was like, okay, how do you get the gig? And he said, well, it's a mix of three things, great content, great delivery, and great marketing. And I loved that. And I was mapping it to the brand builder journey. And when we take people through captivating content, that is creating great content, which is what is your unique body of work, your unique philosophies. Great delivery is what we would call world-class presentation craft. And it is exclusively dedicated to the art of presentation skills. And then great marketing, which is full keynote calendar, which is the, 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 the actual business mechanics of getting the gig. But if you're not getting more gigs, it's because one of those three things is off and, and probably more. It's either great content, great delivery, or great marketing. And I think that applies even beyond speaking. It would be the same for like writing, right? To write a great book, the premise, the ideas have to be good. The writing has to be good. And the marketing has to be good. Like you need all three of those. So just kind of ask yourself, which of those three are breaking down for me and which ones am I doing really well? That was, that was super practical, a takeaway for me. I had to contain myself so strongly not to pipe in and be like, oh, I know what that one was. <laughs> that was captivating content. <laughs> you were going to be like, oh, Fokino calendar. I know it. I know it. I know it. I love when I know the answers to questions. <laughs> but yeah, it's so true. Um, it's just, I think that that's the great point is like, which one of these is your weak point? And yeah, yeah. Just to, and just to say directly to edify what we're talking about, once you identify which one is your weakness, reach out to us for a call because we have separate dedicated courses and curriculum that nail each of these, these three know, things yeah. specifically. Yep. Okay. My next one, uh, my last one um, is expand your business model off of your existing body of content. We work with so many clients at Brand Builders Group where they think they have to have 15 different sets of curriculums in order to have different business models. And they've got a leadership thing and a sales thing and a diversity thing and a, and a customer service thing. It's like, you don't need all those things. You can actually take one body of content and multiply it exponentially. And David talks a lot about this and it's a lot of what we do at Brand Builders Group but it's, I think it's just a really amazing is like you take this same curriculum that would be a book and a keynote, turn it into a consulting program, turn it into a training program, and then turn it into a certification program. It's not new content, y'all. It's taking the same content and just creating different delivery mediums mm-hmm. that expand your business models, expand your revenue streams, but with way less work on you trying to create brand new content and topics and curriculum that aren't necessary. It's like what you get in a book is different than a keynote, different in a half day training, different in a consulting retainer, different in a certification program. But you can have all of those things, plus a course, plus a podcast, plus more stuff off the same body of content, the same exact curriculum that you began with. And I think that's just really, really important for anyone who is out there going, how do I diversify my income streams? How do I grow revenues without having to start over with like a whole new topic or a whole new book? It's like, well, you don't. Mm -hmm. You can take the exact same content you've had for five, 10, 20, 50 years and just expand the different ways that you deliver that content and grow your business. And uh, he's, David's business is a great example of how he has built three very diverse revenue streams off the same content. Yeah, that's so good. And you think about Dave Ramsey, 
you know, most of it comes back to the seven baby steps, which is one book. You got, I think of Vern Harnish, you know, basically he has, a, has two books that are very much in the same vein. And some of the biggest personal brands in the world, it's just taking one book and extrapolating it. It's kind of like when we say people don't pay for information, they pay for application, you know, organization and application help them. That's the different business model is just applying the stuff you've already created. Well, related to that, you know, one of the things I really admire about David's business mom, he's amazing on stage. I love the Trust Edge book. I think it's, it should be mandatory reading for every high schooler. I really do. I just think it's great. I, I'll make our kids read it. I, I think it's, just, it's a great universal, you know, kind of success principles book. But in his business model, I love how he does the, like the certifications Mm -hmm. and it's not just a volume game of like, how can I get more and more people paying to be certified? But it's really asking the question, how can I support these people better? Mm -hmm. How can I make each person that is certified on my content more likely to succeed? How can I help them make more money? How can I make it easier for them? How can I make them look good? And that is something that you know, we, we've never really done training per se. We we've done training, but that we've always had like uh, strategists and consultants, not train the trainer model. So we're brand builders, a little bit of a hybrid, I guess, of, of, of a train the trainer model, but most of, most of what we do is one-on-one work with clients, not with corporations. So typically train the trainer is like a B2B model, but we've worked with coaches, strategists, people we would even call trainers And we've always, you have to stay locked in on that question. How can we help them make more money? How can we help them succeed faster? How can we help them help the clients get faster results and not just how do we get more and more and more and more people certified? And I just, I thought that was a a good reminder. And he does a really great job of of supporting his, his strategists and his trainers. So that's it. It was good. That's a wrap. So go out, check out Trusted Leader and uh, Trust Edge, our friend David Horsehogger. Dave, we love you, man. Thanks for showing up and thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 